glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We want to give God all the glory, all the praise, honor, and adoration for who He is, for His faithfulness, for His uh, nature of integrity, and uh, most importantly, for His mercy that we enjoy on a daily basis. You know, it is of His mercies that we have not been consumed. The last time we met for uh, this uh, program was actually last week, and here we are again another week so he has kept us alive he has been so faithful to us for this past one week and he's not planning to stop um, his faithfulness in time past is what actually assures us that he's going to continue to be faithful in the future because that is his own nature to him alone be glory honor and adoration in the name of jesus and uh, i want to specially welcome you to this week's uh, uh, episode of uh, freedom podcast want to appreciate you for taking time to listen and i want to believe the lord has been doing wonders he has been doing great things in your lives i believe you have been applying the principles he has been uh, making available to you through this particular platform and uh, it's my belief and it's my prayer also as you keep applying all these principles the lord himself will see to it that you have wonderful testimonies that will be so noticeable that everyone around you will know they will know about it and that's going to be your experience in the mighty name of jesus Amen. So, um, we will be concluding uh, the topic we started about, uh, that's about three weeks ago now, Operating the Spirit of Prayer. We've dealt with part one, we've dealt with part two, we've dealt with part three, and today by the grace of God we'll be finishing it up. So that's why today is part four, Operating the Spirit of Prayer. But before we continue, it would be wonderful if we just... uh, take a moment to say a word of prayer let us pray our father and our god we bless your holy name because there's no one like you we give you glory honor and adoration for your loving kindness thank you so much because we are so privileged to be able to call you father we appreciate you for what you have been doing in our lives thank you especially because there's no time we meet here that you don't reveal your word to us and thanks for also giving us the ability and the grace, the enablement to walk in your principles. Father, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. So we commit today's uh, meeting, we commit today's episode into your hands that you will glorify yourself in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that you will give us understanding of your word. You will teach us yourself and you will so much see to it that we understand clearly everything you're going to be teaching us today in the name of Jesus. I pray for all my listeners that you make their heart fertile soil for the implantation of your word so that by the time this episode is over, we'll look back and have all the cause to glorify your name and all the blessings will be ours. Thank you so much for always answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. So, like I said, uh, before we took the prayer, we'll be concluding our study today on the um, operating the spirit of prayer. So, today is part four. And uh, today we're going to be looking at the ministry of our helper in prayer. We're going to be dwelling more on the ministry of our helper in prayer. And uh, we're going to be taking our texts from Romans chapter 8, 26 to 27. Romans 8, 26 to 27. You know, if you have been following us in the previous episode when we started this operating the spirit of prayer, you know, I, anytime we talk about praying in the spirit, anytime I, we talk about the uh, Holy Spirit, I kept saying we'll talk about it uh, later on. We'll talk more about it later on. Now, this is the later on. This particular episode is dedicated to the ministry of our helper. That is the Holy Spirit. So you're going to understand the, uh, the influence of Holy Spirit in prayer. How do we get help? from holy spirit in prayer 
what what does he do how does he assist us in prayer you know how can we even subscribe to his assistance to his help in prayer that's what this episode is going to be all about and i pray the lord will give us illumination as we dig deep into his word regarding this topic in the name of jesus so uh, a little recap from where we started for maybe those of us who might have forgotten or maybe some of us who are even listening to part four who have not listened to part one two and three although i would recommend you pick it up pick up part one operating the spirit of prayer part one pick up part two and part three so that you can understand uh what we're going to be talking about today because it's actually a progression all right we've been building up we've been building on previous knowledge so we we started by defining prayer and i remember we talked about uh defining prayer as um, simply talking to god you know it's not complicated prayer simply means talking to god and you can talk to him about anything and we also talk about uh, types of prayer we talk about supplication we talk about worship and praise we talk about intercession um yeah we talk about petition we talk about praying in the spirit you know thanksgiving some of those types of uh, prayer that we talk about and uh, i also remember we mentioned uh, the fact that who can pray there was an outline that had to deal with uh, who can pray and uh, we said to be able to call god your father you must either be a son or a daughter there must be a relationship between you and god before you can call him your father we talk about how to approach god in prayer the bible says, come before him uh, before his presence with singing come before his presence with thanksgiving um, don't come complaining also we talk we talk about uh, you know come before him boldly with boldness you don't have to be doing like a beggar just because you want to pray you know your father wants you to approach him boldly with the understanding that you know who he is you know he wants you to come uh, with faith he want to come he wants you to come believing that we answer your prayers all right he's the one who said call upon me and i will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know which you know not according to jeremiah 33 verse 3 then um, we talk about the fact that your posture doesn't really matter if you like you can kneel down if you like you can lie down you can stand up all my all that matters to god is the content of your heart as you are praying then um also, we talk about what can we pray about, and we say there's nothing too small or too big to pray about. You can tell God about anything at all. The Bible says you can pray about everything or anything. And how often should we pray? The Bible says pray without ceasing. You should pray always, just like you are breathing always. So, uh, so you are, I mean, in the same way, you are supposed to pray always because uh, we said oxygen is to human body. Uh, what prayer? is actually to the spirit man the same way oxygen you need oxygen for your body to remain alive you need to be in prayers for your spirit man to remain alive and we talk about uh, god's attitude and response in prayer what do you get in prayer you get direction you get revelation we said god is delighted in hearing and listening i mean listening and answering the prayers of his children god is not bothered at all he wants you to talk to him in prayer he's willing to answer you and um yeah we also talk about uh, dealing with hindrances to answered prayers i remember very well we talk about sin the bible says in john 9 31 that uh, god does not hear sinners if you are praying and you're a sinner god cannot even hear you there's no network coverage you might be shouting you might spend hours he can't hear one thing that you are saying because the connection is not there it's not there at all you he is holy you have to be holy you have to be on the same frequency to be able to get access to him then he talked about um, in Mark chapter 11, 25 and 26. He said, when you are praying, 
forgive so that God can forgive you. So we talk about getting rid of unforgiveness so that you can have answers to your prayers. Okay? Then we talk about dealing with forces of darkness. You know, there are some forces of darkness who um, who specialize. Their job is to make sure they delay answers to your prayers. God has answered, but they want to delay the manifestation in your own life. It's your responsibility to deal with them by reason of the authority you have in Christ Jesus. Uh, we remember Daniel who prayed and God answered his prayer the very day he prayed, but the answer never came to him until 21 days later because some forces of darkness were tampering with answers to his prayers. So that's why we said you have to put on the whole armor of God and uh, recognize that you are in a warfare. If you are not seeing answers to your prayer, don't sit down and say, maybe one day, deal with it. Deal with it. Paraventure, there are certain forces toying and playing with the uh, answers to your prayer so yeah that's just it that's just a kind of a brief recap from how we started this whole journey on operating the spirit of prayer and uh, like i said earlier on please get the previous episode they are out there you know just check them out um operating the spirit of prayer part one part two part three so that you can have full understanding of the entire subject matter yeah so today we'll be looking at the final part and that's um, the ministry of our helper in prayer and our text, like I said earlier on, is um, Romans chapter 8. I'll read 26 and 27 from Authorized King James Version. Romans chapter 8, 26 and 27. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the earth knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. That is the word of God. The Holy Spirit is our helper in prayer because he makes intercession for us, all saints, according to the will of God. The, the, verse, the very first verse I read in 20 says, most times we don't even know what to pray about. We are so blank in prayer. We don't even know what we need. You know, We don't know what to pray about, but that is where the Holy Spirit comes in. And it helps us to pray. So we are looking at our helper in prayer. You know, one of the reasons why I'm calling him our helper is Jesus called him our helper. You know, Jesus called the Holy Spirit our comforter. He calls him our helper. That's why I'm actually calling him our helper in prayer. And if you look at the dictionary meaning of a helper, yeah, when you check who is a helper, you know, most of the dictionary you will just see there's something that is very common. Dictionary says a helper is somebody who makes a task easier for you. That's who a helper is. A helper is someone who makes a task easier for you. Meaning, uh, the job you want to do in prayer, if you were supposed to do it sweating, the Holy Spirit will help you do it without sweat. That's helping you in prayer. A helper is somebody who makes a task easier for us. So prayer may remain a difficult task unless the help of the Holy Spirit is present. That is the meaning. You might actually be struggling in the place of prayer. You might pray for probably two, three minutes. You're already sleeping off. You might pray to a level you don't even know what to talk about again. You might be so exhausted. You might be so weak. That you can't even pray you just feel like sleeping you might prayer might be a very very serious task that is so serious that you don't even know how to go about it unless the help of the holy spirit is present that's why and there's nothing wrong in engaging the help of the holy spirit it's not a sign of weakness it's a sign of smartness why should i struggle when i have help 
Why? Why should I struggle when help is available? Alright? If there's no help, it's a different thing. For every child of God, help is available. So, it's our responsibility to tap into that help and get the help of the Holy Spirit in prayer. Now, let's lay a very quick foundation as we, uh, before we begin to dig deeper. We need to understand the fact that God is a spirit. Okay? God, the Almighty God, the one you want to pray to, the one you're calling our Father in prayer, He is a spirit. And He has deep-seated counsels and purposes concerning all of His creation, including human, human beings, including His children. God is a spirit and He has what deep-seated counsels and purposes concerning all the works of His creation, including His children. If you look at Isaiah 55, 8-9, Isaiah 55, 8-9, you discover the Bible says the ways of God are different from the ways of man. His thoughts are different from us. You are thinking, hey, God is thinking Z. You are thinking low, he's thinking high. His ways are not your ways. So when you think, you've, when, you, when you just feel you have arrived out there at a particular answer, now I got it. I know what this thing is. God is saying, you, have no, you don't even understand what you're talking about because his thinking is different from yours. He is thinking about something else. You are thinking about another thing. I give you an example, a quick one. Now, you remember when um, when Samuel went to the house of Jesse to go anoint uh, David according to the instruction of the Lord. You know, we read it in 1 Samuel 16 when Jesse brought out all the children, all his sons, you know, because God said, when he told Samuel, when you get to the house of Jesse, call all the sons out. I let them pass before me. I will tell you the one that I have chosen. So, uh, Samuel, I mean, Jesse brought all the sons out. And as soon as Prophet Samuel saw the firstborn, <laughs> Eliab, that guy was huge. Wonderful. Great looking guy. He looks like he fits for a king. And Samuel, a whole Prophet Samuel assumed and just said, wow, this must be the man that the Lord has chosen. God had to quickly interrupt and tell Samuel, you are making a mistake. He's not the one. He's not the one. Samuel concluded, he looked at all the physique, he looked at all the factors responsible for being a king, and he said, no, it has to be this guy. He didn't have to pray. God had to say, no, he's not the one. I've not chosen this one. And God quickly gave him something that I believe he will never forget in his life. God told Samuel, man looks at physical appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. My ways are not your ways. That's to confirm it. So you are looking at something and you say, no, this thing looks so perfect. And God is saying it is a trap. You don't know. You see why you need help. You don't know everything. But he knows everything. So God has deep counsels. He has secrets. He has purposes. He has certain things that only he is the one who knows. He's the only one who knows what he wants to do. And you want to pray. And you don't even know what those things are. That's where you are going to be needing the help of the Holy Spirit to be able to tap into his secret counsels. Are we together? So that you don't pray in vain. So you don't misfire. You don't shoot. You don't waste bullets. You need help to be able to understand the will of God so that you can pray in line with that. Because let me tell you straightforward, God will never do anything for you against his own will. If you are his child... He will ensure his will will come to pass in your life. Because the Bible says, Many are the devices in the heart of a man. Nevertheless, the counsel of the Lord alone, that shall stand. It doesn't matter what you try. It doesn't matter what you're thinking. What His own counsel is what matters to him. Because he is the Lord. 
all right so he's the spirit and he has ways that are different from yours so you need to what in order to assess his great will you need to align yourself and align your prayers with it that's why you need the ministry of the helper i will give you a very quick resume of the holy spirit or maybe you call it uh, call it his cv or uh, or his profile who is the holy spirit no we have been calling him the helper is the comforter but can we get to know him a little bit more okay we can now the holy spirit is the third person in trinity you know the trinity is god the father you know god the son that's jesus christ and god the holy ghost god the holy spirit so he is the what is the third person in trinity he is not inferior to god he occupies the same capacity he is god in the third person all right and uh, he oversees another thing you want to know about the holy spirit is that he currently oversees the affairs of god king god's kingdom on earth as i speak to you he's on planet earth he came down on the day of pentecost and he has not returned the bible says when jesus left jesus said if i'm if i go i will send the helper i will send the comforter to you and he told his disciples to remain in jerusalem until they receive the endowment of the power of the holy spirit so they gathered in the upper room in acts chapter 2 you can read 1 to 8 he gathered in the upper they gathered in the upper room and the spirit of god came like uh, tongues of fire and he landed upon them and they became baptized in the holy ghost and they spoke in other, other tongues so the holy spirit came like a mighty rushing wind at pentecost and he has been around since then what's his job is ensuring the will of god comes to pass on earth he's ensuring god's kingdom fulfills his counsel and purpose on earth he's helping christians to run the race he's helping christians to understand the mindset of god he's helping them to pray he is overseeing the affairs of God's kingdom and the affairs of God's children on earth. He came at Pentecost and he has been around since then. Okay? And if you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse, I mean chapter 2, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12. The main reason the Holy Spirit was given is in that scripture. The Bible says, He helps us to know the things that God has freely given unto us so that we can claim them. The Holy Spirit, we have not received any spirit of bondage. We have received the Spirit of God. Holy Spirit is the Spirit we have received. And His job to help is to help us discover, is to help us know. Underline know. is a spirit of knowledge. Is to help us know the things that God has freely given unto us so that we can claim them. It takes the Holy Spirit to let you know as a child of God that Jesus has paid for your sins. Jesus has paid for your sickness. If you don't know that, you will be wallowing in sickness and you will even be telling people God is testing me, he's testing my faith. No, he doesn't. He does, that's, that's ignorance. How can he be testing you with something that he has taken away from you? It takes the Holy Spirit to know what the Lord has given to you freely. It takes the Holy Spirit to, to make you understand that you are not expected to be poor, you are not expected to be sick, you are not expected to be in captivity. No devil is supposed to toy with you. It takes the Holy Spirit to give you such understanding. You need his tutelage. You need him to let you know that these things are yours. They are part of your redemption package. Okay? Holy Spirit helps you to know those things that God has freely given unto you so that you can claim them. Alright? Another thing you need to know about the Holy Spirit according to John chapter 14 verse 26. John 14 26. It teaches us all things. That's, that's one of the ministries of the Holy Spirit that I am in love with. I love it so much. It teaches us all things. Underline all. All things. 
you need help to buy to be able to cook a particular food you don't understand the recipe he can teach you how to cook it you want to write an examination you have been reading that textbook for about five six times you don't understand what the textbook is saying if you talk to him he can help you understand it there is no subject holy spirit cannot teach he has taught people mathematical equations he has helped people solve several problems holy spirit teaches you all things there is nothing god does not know there is nothing the holy spirit does not know there is no subject there is no cancer there's no part of human life there is nothing no field that the holy spirit doesn't have something to say he teaches us and when the bible says teaches us all things it's not that he taught us he still does he's still he's still doing it he can teach you now most of the things i come here to tell you is the one who actually teaches me he tells me what to say i open the bible i talk to him can you explain this place to me he shows me wonderful revelations that there's no way i would have seen it just by my own way of study when i open the bible he opens it up he light he shines his light on it he makes me see things beautiful things because it teaches you all things including things to pray about you don't know what to pray to what to pray about he can teach you what to pray about he can teach you what to pray about he can tell you what to pray about and another beautiful thing is he reminds us what we have been taught by jesus okay all the teachings of Jesus Christ according to the uh, New Testament, the four Gospels, the Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, everything Jesus has taught us, the Holy Spirit reminds us. So you want to do something, maybe somebody uh, somebody offended you, somebody did something so, you know, so terrible, you are finding it so difficult to forgive that person, Holy Spirit will remind you that Jesus taught you to forgive, okay? There are certain times that maybe somebody did something and I was already planning that I'm going to deal with this person. Holy Spirit will just whisper to me, bring it to me, what Jesus said about such situation, to let go, to forgive. He will just tell you. He reminds you. Okay? He reminds you. You've not been giving. You Everything is just you and you have just been eating everything. You, all your salary, you eat it. Everything. You don't give anything to God. You don't give anything to the church. You don't give anything to anybody. All your income, you just spend it on yourself. If you continue like that, Holy Spirit, a time will come. Holy Spirit will start reminding you about what about giving. Jesus said to give. Holy Spirit reminds you everything that jesus has taught you so that you can keep walking in line with the will of god for your life can you see how how helpful it is to have a relationship with the holy spirit that's not all if you also look at john chapter 16 verse 13 uh you can look at john 16 13 holy spirit also guides us into all truth he guides us Another version will say he leads us into all truth and he shows us things to come. All right? That he gives you access to the future. He reveals divine plans. You know, he, re- he reveals divine plans to us and help us to walk in them. You know, one, one, one problem all human beings have, and it's a popular saying, say nobody knows the future. Nobody knows the future. Uh, you are doing something, you don't even know the future. All right? You want to take a career, I don't, you don't even know the future of that career. You know, all the factors, nothing is clear. If you have the relationship with the Holy Spirit, it can give you access into your future. It can tell you something that will happen in the future. You can know. 
he can talk to you that okay in about two years time there's going to be one economic depression start saving he can talk to you about it he can say okay something's going to happen maybe there's a particular you want to build in a particular location and holy spirit can tell you no if you talk to him you can say no don't build here because in about five years time there's going to be a major probably tsunami or hurricane that will wipe away this out he can i don't know anything whatever he feels you need to know about the future he's going to tell you how do we get prophecies we enter a new year we are entering a particular new year we don't know anything about that year we don't know what's going to happen in the january we don't know what's going to happen in the february we don't know anything about the march but we are just entering a new year believing that wow it's going to be a great year holy spirit can download everything you need to know about that year to you even before you enter the year he tells you everything you should know about 2021 even before you enter january 1 2021 he tells you future things that's one of his job that's one of his ministry he shows you things to come and he guides you into all truth so you are here somebody's saying this one another person is saying this one you are you, you are you are listening to different reports you don't even know which one to do holy spirit can guide you into all truth he can help you to know what to do remember the issue of so i mean the case of solomon when solomon became a king and um, he has asked the lord for the spirit of wisdom because another another name for the holy spirit is the spirit of wisdom you know he has asked him and the lord has filled him with the spirit of wisdom and there was a time that two women came around and they were arguing a woman slept by mistake slept over a child and killed the baby and in the night he decided she decided to switch the baby the dead baby for another living baby so the woman who slept on her own baby and killed the baby quickly took the dead baby to the side of another mother and took the child of that one to herself and when the other woman woke up she saw a dead baby said no this is not my baby this is not my baby the one who killed that baby said no it's your baby it's your baby that is dead it's my own that is alive they were arguing and they brought the case before solomon this one is this one was saying is my baby the living one is my baby uh, that one said the living one is my baby how many babies just one one is dead one is alive solomon said okay that's not a problem i'm going to solve the problem for you i'm going to help you now let somebody get me a sword and they gave him a sword he now commanded take the living baby the baby that's alive take him since both of them are claiming that the baby that's alive is their own take that baby divide that baby into two cut the baby into two and give them half half the moment the king said that the woman who killed her own baby and switched the baby started saying yes divide him divide the baby let let us have it half half the real mother said no 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 don't divide don't kill the baby give the baby to this woman give it to her when the baby grows the baby will know who the mother is he said give the don't kill the baby just give it to her i prefer if even if the baby will not be with me let the baby be alive solomon said to have spoken like that you are the real mother that's how he, that's how he discovered it he said to have demonstrated that compassion that even though the baby will not be with you but you want the baby to be alive you are the real mother the one who said kill the baby divide him into two automatically you are not the real mother wisdom of god holy spirit guides you into all truth he guides you into all truth remember there was a time that a woman was caught in adultery and they brought her before jesus christ Jesus had already said, I have not come to cancel the law of Moses. I have not come to break it. I have come to fulfill it. The law of Moses said, the law of Moses said, if you catch a woman in the act of adultery, stone her to death. That's what the law says. Kill her. Everybody should grab stone and stone her to death. That's a punishment. Jesus Christ is grace. He doesn't like the, he doesn't like the death of sinners. He wants them to repent. 
Grace doesn't kill. Grace gives you opportunity to change your ways. So Jesus Christ was in the fix. They were asking him, Jesus, you said you have not come to destroy the law of Moses. Yes. Moses said we should kill this woman. What do you say? If Jesus said, let us kill her, it's not, it's not operating as grace any longer. It's already operating as law. If he says, don't kill her, then he's breaking the law of Moses. And he said it's not, he has not come to break it. He has come to fulfill it. So what, what was Jesus going to do? The Bible says Jesus bent down. He did as if he was writing something on the, on the ground. And he lifted up himself and he said, okay, no problem. We're going, we going to stone this woman. Now, according to the law, we're going to stone her. But let the fellow who has never committed anything cast the first stone. That's what we're going to do. This woman, she's an, she, has, she was caught in adultery. We're going to kill her now. So let's stone her, but the fellow among you who has never committed any sin, let that fellow pick up the first stone and cast it. The Bible says they went away one by one from the elderly to the low, to the least person. That woman was left alone. Jesus now asked him, ah, where is everybody? Where are your accusers? The woman said they are all gone. Jesus said, neither do I accuse you. Go and sin no more. That's how grace set that woman free from the judgment of the law. Holy Spirit guides you into all truth. You need you are in a dilemma. You don't know what to do. You are in a fix. You are in a tight situation. You don't want to tell a lie. If you say the truth is going to backfire, every, everything looks so tight. You need to subscribe to the help of the Holy Spirit. All you need to do is Holy Spirit help me. He will guide you into all truth. He will show you what to do. Alright, and if you want to know something about your future, about the future of your children, about the future of your business, talk to him. He will show you things to come. That's what the Bible says. Yeah, another thing you need to know about the Holy Spirit according to the text that we read, uh, Romans 8, 26 to 27. Romans 8, 26 to 27. Holy Spirit intercedes for us. Alright, he intercedes for us. If you remember when we were talking about types of prayer, I mentioned to you that intercession has to do with praying for other people, not for yourself. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Holy Spirit doesn't pray for himself. He prays for us. You are sleeping, he's praying. Holy Spirit prays for us. You are going to go for something. Maybe there's a particular trap that the devil has set on your way as you go to work tomorrow. You know nothing about it. You are just there snoring, getting ready to go and walk into the trap. Holy Spirit intercedes for you, clears it up before you even wake up. That's what to do. one of the things he does. He prays for you. And when he prays, he prays according to the will of God concerning your life. Holy, Holy Spirit prays on your behalf and even prays through you. He can pray on your behalf and he can pray through you. You can open your mouth and Holy Spirit is the one saying the prayers that are coming through your mouth. Alright? And when he prays, he prays in perfect alignment with the will of God. That text we read say, God who searches the heart, he sees what the mind of the spirit is and he understands that he's praying according to his own will there is no way holy spirit will pray on your behalf there is no way holy spirit will pray through you and you will pray and miss it's not possible because it's just like third person trinity talking to first person trinity they are on the same frequency he prays in perfect alignment with the will of god concerning your life so you can never miss the target in prayer holy spirit is your helper in prayer I've been able to establish to you some of his profile so you know the person we're talking about. Holy Spirit is your helper. I know one thing is this. Holy Spirit is always present with God's children. He is always present. As I'm talking to you, if you're a child of God, he's around. He's around. He's a call away. 
is always present is the spirit of god is the one who actually made you a christian you can't be a christian without having the holy spirit resident in you nobody can say jesus is lord except by the holy ghost that's what the bible says to even confess the lordship of jesus over your life holy spirit must be present but one thing most believers don't understand is this which i wanted to get just because you have a power generator in your house that doesn't mean there's going to be light in your house i take that again just because you have power generator you have a generator that can actually bring power supply to your house it doesn't mean automatically there will be power in your house what do you need to do you need to switch on the generator turn it on that's the only time you can have power so even though the holy spirit is around you you can still be struggling holy spirit is present you can still have problems you can still be confused holy spirit is present you don't even know what to do you are so you are so dry there's no information so empty nothing is coming to your to your head because you have to switch him on so if you need help what do you do you ask him for it remember matthew 7 7 everyone that asks, they ask you shall receive if you are not asking you are not likely to receive if you are not saying holy spirit help me how is it going to help you how is it going to help you it doesn't assume you have to ask him the same way the power generator cannot assume that it's getting dark let me turn myself on you have to plug it in switch it on for light to come on so you need the help of the holy spirit you talk to him and engage his help you remember when god was going to create heaven and the earth? bible said the earth was uh, without form everywhere was dark and the spirit of god was hovering over the surface of the deep it's in your bible genesis chapter one the spirit of the lord was hovering over the surface of the deep but nothing happened until god said let there be light in verse three that was the only time light came so holy spirit can be hovering over your life it's in your bedroom is hovering in your sitting room it's hovering everywhere if you don't engage his help you can't be helped I'm sorry, that's the way it works. You need to engage him for it because every man that asketh receiveth. Ye have not because ye ask not. That's what the Bible says. So you must engage his help like switching on the power generator in order to see his help available in your life. Ask him questions. I, I there's, um, there's one funny scenario. I remember there was a time um, my younger brother came around visiting and um, he was trying to locate a particular file, I think on his laptop, there about. He was trying to locate a particular file and uh, he had been struggling. Maybe he didn't remember what he saved with. He was just there looking for that file, struggling. And I just mentioned to him, have you asked him? And when I, when I meant, I mean, what I meant by have you asked him, it was a coded language. I was trying to tell him, have you asked the Holy Spirit? And he did. And in seconds, he located the file. In, right there. So the helper had been around. But he had not engaged the help. That was why he kept strongly looking for the fire. But the moment he asked him, he was shown. That is the way it works. I have several examples to share in that line. Your suffering is unnecessary. You need to talk to the Holy Spirit. His job is to help. He can't say, no, 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 you are calling on me too much. No, that's why he's around. His name is Helper. His job is to help. So you need to engage his help to be able to have a wonderful and a vibrant prayer life. Now, one other thing about the Holy Spirit you need to know is this. He has a language. Holy Spirit has his own peculiar language. And that's another. That's one That's one thing you hear about people talking about praying in tongues. Another, another name for his language is tongues. Okay? Holy Spirit has his own language. He can give you his own language of communication. 
you know it's not just english it's not your local dialect he has his own language and he's the only one who can give you that language language of communication all right so we pray in the language of the holy spirit we pray in tongues we pray in the holy ghost jude chapter 1 verse 20 jude chapter 1 verse 20 talks about praying in i mean uh, building up your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost so you can pray in the language of the holy spirit it's not a language that anybody will teach you there's nobody that will say if you if you belong to some churches that they will say sit down say this after me no it's wrong you don't teach the language of the holy spirit the bible say he they speak in they spoke in tongues as he gave them utterance is the one who is going to give you the language he wants you to pray with that's what that's what the language i speak when i speak in tongues i didn't come up with it he gave it to me that's the way it works he gives you the language we're going to get to that soonest now first corinthians chapter 14 2 and 14 first corinthians 14 2 and 14 when you pray in tongues when you pray in the spirit when you pray in the language of the holy ghost or when you sing in the language of the holy ghost the bible says only god understands what you are talking about it's only god who understands what the spirit is saying through you even you you may not know what you are saying unless god gives you ability to interpret you don't even know what you're talking about only god knows what you are praying and he knows the prayer is according to his own perfect way and he answers without delay now there's no devil that can hinder any prayer that is offered in tongues you know why the devil knows nothing about it the devil understands english he understands your local language he doesn't understand tongues when you are talking in tongues you are talking to God. The Bible says, He that prayeth in unknown tongues speaketh unto God. You know, His understanding is of fruitful, but albeit in the Spirit, He speaketh mysteries. You are talking mysteries. You are talking codes. Alright? You are talking in coded language. Only God can decode what you are talking about. The devil can see your mouth moving. The devil may hear that you are talking. Devil, The devil has no clue. No demon. No devil has any clue about prayers offered in tongues so if you want to bypass the devil you want to bypass all the forces of darkness you want to put them in darkness you want to put them in confusion you don't want them to know what you're talking to your father about code it in tongues it goes straight to heaven only god understands what you're talking about you can see that in that first corinthians 14 2 and 4 okay so how are you going to do this become born again surrender your life to jesus christ and receive the baptism of the holy spirit that's it once you receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes upon you. He, you know, it starts, it, bapt- it releases the utterance into your life. You start talking, you know, in tongues. You start talking in the language that it gives to you. And you start taking advantage of all the help of the Holy Spirit. Now, don't get me wrong. Speaking in tongues is not the only evidence that you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I need to clarify that. It's, it's a very, it's a gray area in the body of Christ. Speaking in tongues is not the only evidence. It's one of the evidences. Remember, the Holy Spirit is given that you may freely know the things that have been given to you by God, okay? So, Holy Spirit in your life helps you. He shows you future. He's a spirit of knowledge, spirit of wisdom. He has different gifts. He can offer you prophecy, working of miracles. Holy Spirit has a lot to offer you. All right, but talking in tongues is one of the evidences to prove that is present in your life, and it's one of the ways to take advantage of um, take advantage of uh, his ministry in prayers. All right, so receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit once you are born again. First step, 
accept the lordship of jesus christ over your life let your sins be forgiven then ask him for the baptism of the holy spirit and that's what we're going to be doing tonight that's how we're going to be end- ending this particular uh, episode that's how we're going to be ending it this particular week all right jesus is the baptizer if you look at john chapter 1 verse 29 to 34 john chapter 1 29 to 34 jesus christ is the one who baptizes with the holy ghost it's right there in your bible jesus christ is the one who baptizes in the holy when he was going he told disciples to wait it's going to send them the holy ghost the promise of the father and the holy ghost came according to his promise so he is the one who baptizes so we're going to be asking him to baptize us for as many of us who are willing to even receive the baptism through this particular uh, medium because there's no distance in the spirit if your faith can say yes god cannot say no listening to this episode you can receive the baptism of the holy spirit if you read acts chapter 10 if you don't believe me read acts chapter 10 apostle peter was talking in the house of cornelius and as he was speaking the holy ghost fell on those who were listening as you are listening now the holy ghost can fall on you and you receive it right there regardless of your location there is no geographical location in the spirit everything is open all that matters is your faith if your faith says yes god cannot say no so i want to encourage because after some um, some minutes now i'm going to be leading you in some prayers and i'm going to be ministering the baptism of the holy spirit to as many who will be willing and who have the faith to receive it even today you can receive the power of the holy ghost today and you can start praying in the holy ghost even right today you can start enjoying the benefits of having the partner in your boat okay so you want to begin to prepare your mind now there's a story the lord wants me to share with you um, as i close this particular episode talking about uh praying in tongues and the uh, holy spirit making this session through you talking to god there was a particular missionary okay there was a particular missionary and um, he was serving in his particular village and uh, he has been there he doesn't understand the language they speak in that village he was he was there the plan of a missionary is to go, go and minister okay he wanted to tell them about jesus so he got somebody who was doing the translation you know when he speaks one thing the person will translate it in the local language and that's the way he had been operating until one particular night the villagers the villagers started beating drums they they came around with you know all manners of drums all manners of uh, weapons you know knife cutlasses terrible things and they surrounded the house of this missionary they were just beating and they were doing some chanting. They were just saying something. They were saying some things in their language that this man didn't understand. They were just beating that drum. There was a bit of uh, element of violence in it. So the missionary became a little bit uh, perplexed and he asked the translator, the person who, who talks, I mean, who understands the local language of those people. And he said, what's the meaning? What's happening? What are they saying? He said, what's the meaning of what's going on? And that man told the missionary, sir, when you hear this kind of drum, it means you are dead. He said, in this village, once these villagers begin to do this thing they are doing now, it simply means we are dead. That's the implication. Okay? So, the missionary started praying his last prayer. Started talking to God. Well, thank you for helping me to serve. If we are going to be handing it now, glory be to your name. That means I'm coming home. He was just there. And he came out with the expectation that as soon as he comes out maybe they are going to behead him or do something that was what he expected so he opened the door came out as soon as he came out all those villagers who were doing who were beating those drums who were with all the weapons they started bowing down 
And as they were bowing down, they were making some chants. They were bowing down, they were making some chant. They were bowing down, they were making some chant. And he asked again, he asked the other guy who used to translate for him, he said, I mean, who was doing his translation, he said, what, is, what are they saying now? What, what exactly are they saying? He said, they are saying you are a God. From you are dead, now you are a God. They started bowing down to him. And he became so surprised. And that's how he was able to get access to that village. Those guys bowed down to him. They saw him as a God. They didn't cause him any trouble again. They didn't kill him again. And he became free. Now, he now came over. He had finished his missionary work and came over to his local church. And he was sharing the testimony among the brethren. That, Look at what happened. There was a particular day that uh, the villagers surrounded. They would have killed me. In fact, I don't even know what happened. I came out expecting to be killed. And they started bowing down, saying, uh, I'm a God. You know, they, they started respecting him as if he's one kind of angel. And he shared that testimony that that's how God brought him deliverance. You know, he was sharing the testimony so that the people of God could glorify God in his life. And he mentioned the day, he mentioned around the time that it happened. Now, one brother in the church, <laughs> one brother in the church who knew nothing about what was happening in that village. The moment that missionary mentioned the date that thing happened, the time, that brother became shocked. Because the brother said that was the exact day and exact time that the Holy Spirit quickened me to pray for you. In his own location, he didn't know anything. He said that was the time that he got the feeling, he got the leading. They prompt him from the Holy Spirit to rise up and pray. And because he didn't even know what to pray about, he just prayed in the Holy Ghost. He prayed in tongues. Because he didn't know anything. He had not been to the village. He doesn't know anything about anything. So he only prayed in the Holy Ghost. So as he was obedient, as he was praying in the language of the Holy Spirit, the Almighty God got decoded information and he decoded it to be this deliverance prayer of that missionary and that man was delivered that's how this thing in the realm of the spirit somebody was interceding in the holy ghost in the city god was carrying out deliverance for a missionary in a village and that brother didn't know anything if that missionary had not shared the testimony that brother would not have known anything all he knew was i obeyed i just prayed that's why the Bible says you don't even know what to pray about most time. That Romans 8. But Holy Spirit prays through you. Holy Spirit knows the right prayer to be said at every point in time. Your job is just to pray, obey, and pray. That is one of the benefits of praying in the Holy Ghost. You pray in the language of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit channels it to wherever He wants to channel it. Your job is just to pray. And I pray, I hope that that testimony will encourage somebody to engage more in praying in the Holy Ghost. In pray, as you are praying in the Holy Ghost, you don't know maybe God is delivering your son somewhere. God is delivering your daughter somewhere. God is delivering your wife somewhere. God is solving one problem in your family. You don't know what you're talking about. You are just praying in the Holy Ghost and God is using that prayer to address matters that need to be addressed. It's very, very important you engage in this enterprise of praying in the Holy Ghost is one of the ways you can really really benefit from the ministry of the helper i pray god will give us understanding and will give us the enablement to engage in all this uh, form of uh, uh, form of partnership with the holy spirit in prayer in the mighty name of jesus okay well that's going to be the end of this episode that's going to be the end of the teaching i've been able to introduce to you the holy spirit and i've been able to tell you by his grace how to benefit from his help now it's now your choice. You, if you have somebody who can help you and you prefer to continue struggling without help, it's a choice. But for me, 
I will not struggle when somebody is there who can help me. And I believe that's going to be your own decision too. Okay? So the first step is to accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And that's the very first thing we're going to do now before we now begin to talk to the Lord about uh, the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon us. So if you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, you're going to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I cannot help myself. And that's why I need your salvation. Please come into my life today. Wash away all my sins and set me free from every form of bondage that sin has attracted into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you from today onward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer, you are born again. That's actually the prayer you need to say for you to come into the kingdom of God. Alright? Now, I'm going to give every one of us opportunity to experience the power of the Holy Ghost coming upon you. The Bible says Jesus, according to John chapter 1, 29 to 34, Jesus is the baptizer. So, you are going to open up your heart wherever you are. You know, if you're driving, you don't need to close your eyes, your heart. Anywhere you are, just open up your heart. If you are in a bedroom or maybe you are in a place where you can actually kneel down as if you're in prayer, where you can actually, you know, enter the presence of God through some potions, you are free. Just all that matters is your heart. Open up your heart to the Almighty God, okay? And ask Him, say, Lord Jesus, according to your word. Say, Lord Jesus, according to your word. You are the one who baptizes with the Holy Ghost. I open up my heart to you today. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Open your mouth and ask him. Remember the Bible says, everyone that asketh receive it. Say, Lord Jesus, according to your word, you are the one who baptizes with the Holy Ghost. I open up my heart to you today. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit. Prayers in the mighty name of Jesus. Makali himbrani kusuntali brehende neboko shadaba. Rehenke telimbrani hekutsunaida ba. Maseke yembro nimoko shantalaba. Maske libra neka limpu suka yindelimoko sonte yelebos. Jesus, you are the baptizer. Your word says you are the one who baptizes with the Holy Ghost. I pray for all these my listeners this day. As many of them who have faith that is even like a mustard seed faith to receive your baptism i ask that you fill them up now with the holy ghost in the mighty name of jesus as peter was speaking in the house of cornelius the holy ghost fell on those who were listening i pray for all your children who have been listening to this episode let the holy ghost come upon them in the mighty name of Jesus, Maskeli Brozunian Kalibo Shentelebo, Maseke Yenderimo Sontalikaba, Baskali Frehinde Debosa, Yegadimu Skulihande, Masko Taligeni Murosinda Haliboko Shantaba, Aegedimu Suntaya, Makali Bruskali Hendebo, Receive the Holy Ghost, Makuske Yendebo, Mashkali Breni Hanto Sodiba, Maseke Yenderimo Kosuntali Hendebosa, Receive the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Jesus, I demand that the power of the Holy Ghost overshadow you. Let the power of Pentecost visit you wherever you are, in any location you are, as you have opened up your heart for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This very day, the power of the Holy Ghost locates you. The power of the Holy Ghost locates you in the mighty name of Jesus. Beginning from now, 
you will begin to talk in Holy Ghost. You will begin to speak in Holy Ghost. You will begin to pray in the Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, all trans from above. All trans from, from above locate you now in the mighty name of Jesus. I commit every heart that is ready. Now receive it. Now receive the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Our Heavenly Father will thank you because you are a good God. We appreciate your holy name for this opportunity to learn at your feet and for this opportunity to receive from you. Jesus, every one of your children that you have saved today, let them remain saved. May this ones not go back to the world in the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone who has actually asked you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit because you are the baptizer, I pray that you go ahead and baptize these ones. Go ahead and fill them up with your Holy Spirit. Go ahead and fill them up with your Holy Spirit. Even now, wherever they are, let the power of the Holy Ghost locate them. In the mighty name of Jesus, ability to pray in the Holy Ghost, ability to enjoy the ministry of the Helper. Receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Beginning from now, when you pray, the Holy Spirit will help you. When you ask Him for help, He will assist you. Beginning from now, a beautiful and cordial relationship between you and the Holy Ghost begins. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, anything this your children will do that will make them that will make them to stop enjoying the ministry of the Holy Spirit, may they not do it. In the mighty name of Jesus, beginning from now, you will no longer struggle in prayer. You will not struggle in decision making. In every junction of your life, the Holy Ghost will help you out. In the mighty name of Jesus, and on the last day, you will not end your journey in hell. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, if you said a prayer of uh, salvation, congratulations, you are born again. And for those who also uh, who open up their hearts to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I can assure you the power of the Holy Ghost is upon your life already. It's there. It's now your job to activate it. Activate it. When you want to pray, open your mouth in prayer and pray in the language of the Holy Spirit. Don't bother. Don't try to understand what you are saying. It's not necessary. Just pray. Open your mouth. It will fill it with the language He has given you. Even if it's just one little thing you are saying, keep saying it. It will become better with time. Okay? And begin to talk to the Holy Spirit more and more. Keep talking to Him. Keep talking to Him. As you keep talking to Him, you'll be growing more in knowing Him, growing more in the way to understand the way He operates, and you continue to enjoy His fellowship. It's my prayer that the power of the Holy Spirit upon your life will grow more and more, and you will never lose it in the name of Jesus. Okay? So, for those who are born again, who just surrendered their life to Jesus Christ, uh, we would like to send you uh welcome to god's family package is a very wonderful material that can help you grow and know more about god so please send us an email to um this address info at glem.org send an email to info at gloem.org we'll be able to send you that uh, welcome to god's family package and uh, we also want to invite you to our online bible study that holds every sunday 7 to 8 p.m mountain time check what mountain time is in your own time zone 7 to 8 and send us an email so that we can send you the meeting uh, link and you come online you'll be able to meet other believers we share more we pray for one another and you become partakers of god's blessing we do it through um, zoom application so you also need to download zoom app on your phone or laptop and uh, we'll be able to come into the meeting every sunday uh, it will be a very wonderful moment if you can just make it and also to learn more about this ministry you can visit uh, www.glom.org 
www.gloem.org there are helpful uh, spiritual resources there ministrations books blogs all manners of materials that can help your spiritual life visit the site and take advantage of these uh, wonderful materials and also like our facebook page at glem.org our facebook page at gloem.org if you like the page you follow us you'll be able to have access to our daily meditation every day the word of god is being dished out there you can just go there pick up the word of god meditate on it and your life will become better for it in the mighty name of jesus also uh this episode on prayer i will encourage you to share with all christians that you know everyone who is a christian share these episodes of uh, prayer with them and any other episode you feel uh, people need to get blessed with let more people understand about this thing so that we can have wonderful lives we can enjoy what the lord has actually made available to us through jesus christ you'll be doing the work of an evangelist by doing that and to do so the lord will bless you mightily and cause his light to shine in every area of your life in jesus name so thank you so much for listening to this uh, week's episode by the grace of god we'll be back next week if the lord has not returned until then keep enjoying your freedom in christ jesus god bless you bye